Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a wrap-up or consideration of movies for 2001. A monster year for movies, it really is, uh, when you have a look through it. And again, joined by the usual panel. Um, so do you want to say hi, guys? Hi, guys. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Right, no, no. We've hey, got Martin. Go. Hi, Martin. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. And you heard Ian. Hi. Hi. And then David and Thornton. Kia ora. Kia ora. All right. 2001. Um, some huge movies that came out that year. Um, obviously, it was the start of a lot of monster franchises as well. Um, did you guys have a look and re remember back to when you went to the movies to see mm. some of these things or the mm. old dvd that followed um what did yep. you guys think of 2001 big movie the big green man did he come out that year shrek i didn't see him in the list pearl harbor was wasn't it yeah, yeah that was a stinker that was i was doing well i was actually going to a lot of movies in 20 in 2001 mm. as well I was actually physically going to movies mm. a lot more. yeah 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 there were that that pearl harbor was truly dreadful though it was our first yeah. date nancy and i <laughs> Nice, nice. Did man. you, did yeah, you make it, like, it through? Yeah, we're watching everyone get blown up halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I, I like know. your style. Bro. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> it's not the movie I chose. What else came out that year, mate? Well, we had Monsters Inc., which was yeah. uh, a big Pixar film. Yeah, uh, Ocean's Eleven, Spirited yeah. Away, which is a really cool manga film. Um, um. Yeah, that's a brilliant film, actually. Um, it surprised me because I was like, oh, is it go that far back? Um, Amelie Princess Diaries, which was really big. Oh, yeah. um, Maholland Drive, if anyone knows actually what happened in that movie, can you probably tell me? It's a David Lynch one. I've seen it. I've seen it. And I still don't quite understand what I've seen. Martin, you would have probably seen it. Did you understand it? No. <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> so there you go listeners if you know and you think you know what happened in Mulholland Drive please let us know um, Royal Tenenbaums um, uh, that's, that was a very fun film Zoolander Zoolander, Zoolander. yeah Donnie Darko um, was it on there yep that's right um, you fellas reading from the same, same Wikipedia yeah, page or something yeah the awful right. vanilla the awful vanilla sky that was terrible Memory, mate. but Fast and Furious. Now, Fast and Furious was damn good. Fast and Furious one. I think everything's cop um, about the same type of movie over and over and over again. But that first one was pretty good, unless you guys wanted to dispute that. I never watched it. I'm not going to dispute it. What What I find refreshing about watching that one now is that there aren't any kind of like flying tanks or cars like <laughs> climbing up the sides of skyscrapers or um you know what yeah i agree with you wholeheartedly it's actually a wicked film and it's a lot of fun but i'm not going to review that one tonight um yeah no that was a, if you like car chases like we talked about bullet a couple of weeks ago um yeah this is like most you know come back many 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 years later and i've just remade it um but the whole movie's centered around cars so if you like cars yeah fast and furious was great 
All right, Martin, what did you choose out of this epic year? Um, yeah, I went for one that um, you, you did mention there, uh, which was Monsters, Inc. I don't think we've actually done a Pixar movie up till now. I don't um, think so. Yeah, the reason I've chosen this one, because I think it's the film, well, it's certainly one of the films that I've seen the most. And the reason for that was at the time, my, my girlfriend at the time had a, a, a young child and um, it was on constant repeat, constant repeat. So I, w- I would not be exaggerating if I said I've seen it a hundred times. I don't <laughs> if I said I've seen it three hundred times. But um, so it was one of those movies that kind of got ingrained in my head, and I can still kind of, you know, when I watch it now, I can still hear the script before it kind of happens. One of those kind of movies. Um, but it, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, that's the great thing about it. Um, and Pixar were, were totally on a roll at that point. You know, the, mm. I found like the more recent ones have been a bit hit and miss sometimes, but. Back then, they were just on fire. Um, a great cast, Billy Crystal um, and um, John Goodman uh, as the two main monsters. Um, and um, a great supporting cast as well. Steve Buscemi is fantastic, and he plays like this kind of snaky monster. Who's the one oh, that yes. Ran- Randall. Right. Was it Randall? <laughs> Randall. Yeah. Randall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was creepy and fun. Yeah, great villain. And one of the, I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, Pixar have a, have a habit of doing this great thing where they put an Easter egg in each movie of usually of the next movie that's going to come along. So usually there's a character or something in there from the next movie that's going to come along. I, and in this I case, did not know that. Yeah, well, in this case, the one that followed it up was Finding Nemo. Um, and there's a, a scene with the little girl and she's on her bed and there's a cuddly Nemo sort of sat on the bed. Oh wow! Um, yeah, but um, yeah, th- th- it's worth kind of YouTubing that because you'll suddenly see like all of these. Oh, I never things. knew that either. Yeah, no, oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it, it's just very, very funny. I don't know how much of it was kind of scripted and how much was improvised, um, especially with um, uh, Billy Crystal. Uh, the guy's just on fire in this. He plays this. I don't know if you remember it, but he plays like the green one-eyed monster <laughs> mike wazowski you know <laughs> and the, the little girl in it is the only thing she says in the whole film is like mike wazowski, mike wazowski. <laughs> it must have been incredibly difficult for the um animators if he's going off script they're gonna have to change so much on the fly hmm. oh, i can imagine that being a nightmare it's very very funny very witty um, great for adults as well because a lot of the jokes probably will go over the kids heads but um, but just um, really really well done um, my favorite one in the whole thing is, is a point in it where he's having an argument the two main characters are having an argument and and Billy Crystal's character says to him like now put that thing back where it came from also help me and somebody kind of catches them at that point and says like what what's going on and he says oh we're just rehearsing for the the, the company musical <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the film in the, in the post-credit kind of scenes and stuff there's actually a whole scene where they actually like put this musical on and they're all singing it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so th- that's my pick monsters inc uh, it's just good fun if you haven't seen it for a very long time go back and watch it because it is very very funny i agree it, it was absolutely it was probably one, you know, I, I mentioned at first because it was like, oh, yeah, Monster's Inc. That was fun. Yeah, cool movie. 
Um, And it was one of the first times I sort of been to one of those sort of 3D or not 3D, but, you know, that sort of hyper sort of realistic sort of um, Pixar thing. And you could actually see on the the big guy, what's this, the big guy's name, Mike's buddy? Sully. Sully. You could see all the fur on him moving with the Mm. wind and stuff. And you're like, oh, wow, that's Mm. clever. Mm. Um, But my favorite character was the reception monster and like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I love that voice. it was so funny i don't know it's just, sometimes it's the funniest things of those little characters um was there a song from monster thing yes. <laughs> Because we care. We care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Billy Crystal's right in with that music, eh? Hey? He's just oh, right in there, man. <laughs> he, he, he really was the star. He sort of took that role and just, I don't know, brought that little guy to life. I Something love Billy massive. Crystal. He's brilliant. Um, yeah, it's one of his greatest roles. Mike, what was it? Mike Wachowski? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. Okay, we're going to... Uh, change the um, tone and mood a little bit with this one. Not quite Monsters, Inc. Uh, this one is a film that uh, Nancy and I watched on DVD probably around 2003 or four. Uh, it's a Korean flick called Bungee Jumping of Their Own. Any of you heard of it? No, but what a good name. Yeah, Bungee Jumping of Their Own. Mm. Strange name. I, don't, I suspect it doesn't translate well from Korean uh, to English, hence why it sounds a bit um yeah different so this is one that really got me though because i we were watching all sorts of films particularly hong kong a lot of hong kong cinema um mm, back mm. in the day the likes of hero a lot of jet Li stuff a lot of um zang ziyi stuff from catching tiger head and dragon and then this one comes along and um it's you it starts off as your sort of typical sort of love story where you've got a couple of good looking actors actresses um, they're uh, at university. They fall in love when sort of it's a rainy day and she's getting wet and he, he has an umbrella and he's sort of walking her across the street under his umbrella and they fall in love and it's like, Aww. it's all a bit soppy and I'm like, oh, right, how long is this going to go on for? Um, and then, and, and, and they start seeing each other and then suddenly she's hit by a car and she dies. And I'm like, yeah. that's about, like a quarter of the way through the movie, and I'm thinking, well, this is going to be a short film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, wow. But in true Korean style, it's only yeah. just started. So, and I'm watching this with subtitles and not really following it entirely. <laughs> 17 years later, right, so fast forward, he's, he's a high school teacher, uh, so I suspect middle age sort of thing, um, married with a kid, and he starts to notice similarities between a student of his and the girl that he was madly in love with many, many years earlier who died in a car crash. Um, the thing is, right, the student that he notices the similarities is a guy and uh, in, in his class. And he starts sort of 
he doesn't realize what's sort of going on. And he sort of starts, you know, spending a bit of time with this guy and falls in love with him. What a Heaven twist. Forbid. All right. Heaven forbid. What a twist. <laughs> falls in love with one of his students who's a guy. And they get um they get bullied relentlessly by students and teachers oh. for appearing to be homosexual. Okay. Uh, the plot goes that they, and so I'm sitting there going, this is really, 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 really odd. Maybe this is quite Korean. I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, don't know. But then what it turns out is that they overcome the affairs with the realization that this young guy he's fallen in love with is the reincarnation of the girl that got hit by the car. Well, that's what he said. That's what he said, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't actually illegal, I don't think, so I don't think it'd be your honor, it'd be, be to his wife, probably. But anyway, um, and and they hook up, and it's all a bit it's a bit jarring because you, especially back then, like now, it's probably not nearly as jar, jarring because I'm the world's moved on in the last 20 mm. years, but I, I'm watching it, I remember watching it and thinking, this is just. Okay, this is a mind bender. And then to really cap it off, they end the film. The sh- the movie ends with a shot of them here in New Zealand <laughs> jumping off a bridge hand in hand, not knowing if they're bungee jumping together or meaning to end their lives together and be reincarnated again. You don't know. I mean, that's... You, that's you, trippy you, as oh, shit, Dave. not quite not quite monsters inc but right. <laughs> and then you went the next night to watch pearl harbor you guys are so much fun <laughs> I oh, hang out with you, you man. well okay um, <laughs> Mate, that's the, that's the, that's the fun bit the true part of the story is the girl the actress that played the beautiful young woman who he falls in love with gets hit by a car she in real life, this is uh, 2004, so three years later after its release, she commits suicide. No. She slits her wrists and hangs herself in Korea. Yeah, she does. And she writes a note to her mum and that. But the, the the cause of it, of it in terms of her mind, was traced back to this film. What? Wow. Yeah. Because from this film, much. 2001 onwards, she was 20, 20 one yeah 21 at the time when she did this film every film she did after this and you remember in in asia they pump out films every three months they do another film they it's, it's not like western hollywood, not like hollywood mate and every film that she'd done after this her character died this no. was, and and in 2004 five four four she um she she takes her own life tragically and uh it, it, i mean and this film is a uh, classic in Korea. It's had re- it's been remade. It's been made into a, cu- uh, a TV series. It's uh, and sh- the the actors are immortalized and she's um, revered because she was by all accounts a very good actor. But yeah, obviously it just got to her, messed messed her up somewhat, and she didn't get the help that she dearly needed. So um, yeah, bit of a sad tale this one. But uh, it was a movie that I remember watching at the time and thinking this is pretty arty, pretty clever um challenging and confronting uh on, on, on several level levels in terms of mortality in terms of homosexuality and all that um ahead of its time uh and and one definitely worth watching if you 
if you want uh, something different and you want to be sort of challenged and, and feel a bit uncomfortable and uneasy, um, very early on in the movie, going, where is this going? Um, wow. Bungie jumping off their own. So there you go. There's no soundtrack. I can't the, play anything at, to you. Sorry. At the end of it, do you know that you, you can't tell whether or not they're anchored or not? No, it's uh, it's purposely done like that. Um, I didn't actually pick up the New Zealand reference until I read um, the uh, the Wikipedia page that they that they actually did uh, shoot the end in New Zealand. I think so. Um, yeah. Hmm. So what's the name of the uh, film again? Bungee jumping of their own. I can't pronounce it. I can't say it in Korean. Um, sorry. So mm-hmm. it's a 2001 South Korean film. Uh, it runs for 99 minutes. It did really, really well. I mean, like I said, it's, it's revered over in Korea. It's one of those classics that people still talk about. Hmm. Wow, what you you had me on the edge of my seat here. It was like, where are you going to go next with this story? Oh, mate, really sad in terms of uh, what happened to you. Yeah. All right, back wow. to how you, do mate. You follow, how do, yeah, how do you follow that up, Ian? Oh, yeah, you went after David last time. I've changed my mind. Because I wanted Sly you to dog. see, I wanted you to see it because that was. Wow, it was quite big. All right. Epic. Epic. Um, I went for this. Come join us. I'm going after the redhead. You can have your pick of the other two. You mean you get the hyena and I choose between the hippo and the giraffe? Don't be intimidated, man. They don't bite. Well, let's go. I'm getting back in there. Choose between the hippo and the giraffe. Who's what a, inappropriate movie was that? <laughs> Two thousand and one. It's it's a great movie. It's shallow hell. Oh yeah, that was really shallow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Full, yeah. Gamut. Full gamut tonight, fellas. Wasn't that the <laughs> Farrelly brothers or something? Yeah. Yes. I think. Yes. Yeah. Farrelly yeah. brothers. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, obviously feature featuring uh, Jack Black. He's one of my favorite actors and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. And yeah, he falls in love with a 300 pound woman after being hypnotized only to see a person's inner beauty. And uh, the moral of the movies of the story is really good actually. And I, I like the way it's done. And uh, you, you know, he, he sort of snaps out of this hypnotic thing and he's in the, he's been doing a whole lot of stuff throughout the movie and he's working with some kids and he realizes that one of the kids he's been dealing with is actually in the, in the burns unit and covered in burns and stuff. And it's a really good chunk of the movie where you sort of, it's all quite funny, but then there's, there is quite a sharp sort of serious bit to it. And you think, Oh, yep. And, uh, it's good. I, it's a good movie. I thought it was well written. Um, it was a budget of forty million. I think it grossed one hundred and forty-one million. Mm. They're saying here, so it was pretty huge. Um, two big stars too. You heard, two big stars, it? yeah. Was it Jack Fox. Black? Jack Black and Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, twentieth-century Fox movie, and I think it's a, I think it's a funny movie. If you want, if you want to have a laugh. But there is, like I say, parts of that movie that bring you straight back to what it's actually about. Um, 
which is not judging people. You know, uh, ju- mm. if, you're going, if you're going to judge someone, do it for what's on the inside, not the outside, really. And um, yeah, so that was short and sweet, but nonetheless, a cracking little watch. Fabulous. That mm. really just lifted it back up there. So it's actually pretty good that you followed. Well oh, done, thanks, Ian. Man. Oh, thanks. Well done. Yeah, um, I've. <laughs> <laughs> you went for Pearl Harbor. No, fuck <laughs> off. No. It's been an emotional goddamn roller coaster this week. No, I, I, I've picked. I've, I've picked a behemoth of a film, um, absolute behemoth, and see if you can recognise this. It's the theme of the ring, not Superman. the ring, that scary ass movie. Yeah. Um, is that the ring that was scary? Yeah, it was the telephone yes. movie. Yeah, yes, that was creepy ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what was that, Martin? The One Ring. The One Ring. The One Ring. <laughs> the One Ring. Um, yeah, I packed um, The Fellowship of the Ring, um, the, the first Lord of the Rings movie, um, probably because of wonderful nostalgia purposes i knew nothing about lord of the rings absolutely nothing there was this big fuss in new zealand at the time like oh yeah this big movie Radi ra would heard that they've been making something none of us well, i don't know anything about it and then suddenly there was this big premiere and I'm like oh yeah. no i still don't know anything and Bronnie and i went for a new year's eve date we went out for dinner and then we went to the embassy which is wellington's sort of big big picture palace and we watched this film and I have knowing nothing about it. It was truly, truly quite a special night to go to the movies. And um, I don't know, imagine seeing this sort of epic, epic film. Um, and out of all of the films of those original Lord of the Rings ones, this is my favorite of the lot. Um, yeah. Probably because it's, it's certainly the darkest. It's got the creepiest villains i think and this foreboding of bad shit gonna happen beautifully set um, up. yeah, it sets, sets yeah up. it's i think it is by far my favorite there was lots of action in the ones that followed but there's this quiet uneasy feeling that goes all the way through um and then martin oh was it um howard shaw did the he did the the, the soundtrack for it which it is just I never liked it. No. I never liked it. No, I thought it could have been way better. You'd be, you'd be the same as me. I don't actually, to be obvious, I have no idea what if it could be made better, but I knew nothing about it. So even mm. now, I'm like, I'm not a, a massive Tolkien fan or anything it like just that. Float, it floats along for me, that soundtrack. I think that's what it is. It's a, Oh, the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It oh, never really, right. Never did it for me, eh? No. Didn't find um, it medievally kind of enough, and like I don't know, don't know. Mm, well, I I disagree. I thought it was wonderful. It reminded me of some of the Star Wars sort of soundtracks where you, the characters have got themes and they sort of come and they go, and you, mm. it sort of links to the characters, etc. And and mm. I I really did like that sort of 
sort of link back to the almost Empire Strikes Backy type vibe. It was just everywhere, right, in Wellington around that time. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, they had that big set out in Upper Hutt, right, at the quarry, mm. there, at the um, land quarry there. It was yeah, just... I drive past it every day, and yeah. it was like, what are they doing in there? Like, what are these people doing every and night? You right, they you were knew filming. nothing of it. Mm. Um, so it was this kind of this big surprise, really, and then it was mm. obviously it took off and was this behemoth of a franchise. Um, and then I think after this film, everyone in Wellington was a fan of it, um, even if they knew nothing about it before. I talked to a student or something, and I'm like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we end up talking about movies or something. It's like, oh, yeah, I was in that. Yeah, or my sister was in that, or my dad was in that, or my dad did this and that, or my sister did that. Or, mm. you, know, it, you know, because it's quite a small community when you really think about it, Wellington, you know, everybody knew somebody. It's like yeah, yeah. Kevin Bay. But everybody yeah. knew somebody who was involved in it. And I, I think in an earlier episode, I reviewed Bad Taste, um, um, which was a, I think is um, Peter Jackson's first film filmed up by Pai Kakariki. And nobody thought, you know, because he made all these splatter films, and then suddenly everyone was like, "What?" That same Peter Jackson made Lord of the Rings. It's like, what the hell? Um, so yeah, it was quite a surprise. Um, and I just remember that whole feeling of that time was total surprise, and that wonderful sort of date night that we had. So it brings lots of sweet memories back. That film, particularly, pretty cool. It was a good year for movies. It really was, apart from Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Mm, well, that's our wrap up of. 2001 for movies um nice one i would i suggest listeners definitely track down these films and and have a look um and we'll tune in again to another time so um uncle chan can tell us some more stories <laughs> he was such a good storyteller on that oh, one. I've got some funny ones Not all right so i'm looking forward to it thank you uncle david see ya bye see everyone you guys goodbye Bye.